That explained her grogginess. From surgery to a dragon-damned cave. Now she wore a damping collar. But why? Her powers had never manifested. Giving birth to the first natural-born dragon king in a generation was the only remarkable thing she'd ever done. She forced the distracting details away. Look for a way out, a way to survive. The iron bars were a lost cause, but the floor was pitted concrete, with a crack in the corner. Audrey picked where moisture had worn away a small crevice, her fingertips bled, aching knuckles stretched shadow puppets along the wall. She wiped sweat from her forehead, her toes gripped for balance as she scraped harder, faster. The steps echoed more loudly, heavy, determined, certainly male. His footfalls hit too heavily for a lean man. A bruiser. One of the Aster Cartel's bodyguards. She didn't stand a chance, but she kept clawing. Her breath became hot steam in her lungs. A piece of concrete about the size of her fist gave way. One pointed end had promise. If she could strike just the right spot on the man's temple. She edged away from the bars until her spine pinched against the rock wall. After twisting her long hair, she shoved it down the back of the hospital gown. She balanced on the balls of her feet, ready to spring. As a member of the Honorable Giva's immediate family, she'd been instructed in martial training from an early age. She'd never wielded the powers of her kind, and she was seriously out of practice, but she was not helpless. The chunk of concrete rested in her palm. It was the difference between dying and dying while fighting. A flashlight's beam penetrated the recess of the cave. Audrey narrowed her eyes. She watched through her lashes. The man had so many advantages. That realization should have cowed her, should have turned her backbone to mud and left her weeping, but after having been a victim for more than a year, drugged, bound, helpless, she felt mighty. No manacles, no hallucinogens, just a rock in her hand and a blaze of pure rage. The man stepped into clear view. Easily more than six feet, he was built for breaking bones and ripping off limbs. Brawn, solid muscle, powerful biceps, plate metal covered his heart and vital organs, leaving his arms free. Calf-high boots were made of toughened leather, bare, muscular thighs flexed with the slightest movement but he didn't seem the kind of man to make slight movements. Everything about him was overwhelming. His jaw was fixed in an expression she'd learned to recognize. You will find no mercy here. Audrey gave her flight instinct a hard shove. She pushed far into the shadows. Futile, really, when he aimed the beam directly at her face. She squinted and kept her right hand out of sight as the cage was unlocked. Disgusting, he muttered. And you're a traitor, she spat in the language of the Dragon Kings, a language she hadn't used for nearly a decade. Since meeting Caleb, she hadn't given much thought to the old ways. Her happiness as a human wife had been too easy, too good to last. But long ago, the ways of the Dragon Kings had been her entire life, the ritual and the covert power no matter her ostracism from her clan. 
Years of rage came rushing back. The coiled ferocity in her legs exploded. She leapt. The cage door swung open on hinges that squealed a rusted protest. Not even the momentum of her leap shifted the man from his kneeling stance. He only grunted. Audrey's quick instincts brought that chunk of concrete up, up, in a violent arc. Her aim was true. The jagged edge struck the side of his face. Another grunt. Then Audrey was thrown across the room. Her shoulder hit the ground, followed by her head. A cry ripped from her throat. She slid three feet. Agony stabbed down to her marrow as if pain had always been a part of her body. He'd simply hurled her. The big man needed only two strides to cross to where Audrey was sprawled. He stripped the chunk of concrete from her hand and tossed it down the tunnel. Can you hear me?